Hi, and welcome to Australia's first Let's Talk Tiny Houses podcast. My name is Christine, and ever since laying eyes on my first tiny house, I wanted to know more about the movement, the lifestyle, the communities, and most of all, how I can go tiny. While on my tiny journey, gathering information and meeting amazing like-minded people, I started thinking, apart from my business, how could I contribute back to the movement? Then I was introduced to podcasting and that was my light bulb moment. I'm so thrilled that through this podcast, I am able to bring you an amazing cast of co-hosts who all bring their own unique skills, knowledge, and advice to each episode. All of us are extremely passionate about the tiny house movement and want to share our experience, expertise, and enthusiasm with our listeners. Each week, we will bring you a special guest interview or particular hot topic discussion that relates to tiny living for your listening pleasure. Okay, let's jump in and find out who we have with us this week. So hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Tiny Houses. I'm really excited this week. I've got Brisbane's first food truck operator with me this week and it's Harry from the Bunmobile. Hi Harry. Hi Christine, how are you? I'm really good and like I said thank you so much for um, giving me this time today because I know it's your day off and you've come in special for it so thank you. No trouble at all. I actually um, first found out about you from one of my clients in the Abane building and Bianca down at reception, she'd said to me, someone's coming here tonight in a, in a truck and I was oh really who is it? And she said it's Harry from the Bunmobile and I was oh great. So she passed the card on and that's how we've come to meet each other um so we're doing the interview today in the van in the truck yes Yes. Mm -hmm. so and i was reading um some of the awards that you've won you've won um best food truck from 2014 to 2017 in Brisbane. Yes, we've been uh, best food trucker runner-up uh, you know, the last few years. Uh, also, we've been uh, you know, acknowledged in the New York Times a few yes. times, um, voted one of the top bows in the world, um, you know. Um, so, you know, we've you know, we've got a few feathers in our cap, you know, um, you know not to mention a lot of them, uh, you know, they're, they're on our website or somewhere around the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw them on your um, on your website. So we really um, we really do have someone special with us today. So that's great. <laughs> if you would like to just give us a little bit of background about yourself and the van, and we'll sort of take it from there. Okay, no trouble. You know, eight years ago we started this journey with the Bummerville. Um, it came about by my son, uh, or my stepson actually, uh, showing me an article on food trucks in America and. Um, I just finished a 10-year stint with, as the executive chef for the Port of Brisbane Corporation and I was looking for something new to do. So um, I looked at this concept of food trucks in Brisbane. There hadn't been any on the streets prior to that. So you know, one day I just went out and I bought myself a, a Ford Transit long wheelbase cab chassis truck and uh, then de- decided to build the truck onto this, this platform. So uh, once I came up with the food concept... Then I designed the truck around that. So I was looking at something that was quite unique and Gao Bao, or Bao's as everyone calls them now, um, was something that I wanted to, to, uh, to 
bring to the people of Brisbane something totally different rather than hamburgers or chips and what have you. Yeah. Not that they don't have their place. So we built this truck purely to cater for bows. And um, so we, I designed it, sat around the kitchen bench for a couple of months and designed it and then put it together and found a local guy who built it and, you know, and uh, it's been going for just a bit over eight years. And, uh, you know, there's the stories there. You know, it's all there on our Facebook and Instagram and yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you were really instrumental in the design of the truck. Yes, I, I designed the interior of the truck and then I took it to the, uh, the, the fabricator, uh, the builder, who, who helped me you know, just put a few extra things together. You know, where are we going to put the generator, where are we going to put the hot water system, the gas bottles, the cold room. And uh, I really wanted to have a walk-in cold room in this truck so that it was like a commercial kitchen on wheels. Um, you know, being a chef, you know, I wanted to have everything at my fingertips and keep everything you know, um, above waist level, rather than having refrigeration down low, you can just walk into that cold room and it's all there. Yes. So, um, yeah, so we put it all together and it's been working all this time, it's still going strong. Yeah, that's great. So had um, the gentleman that helped you build it, had he built a food truck before? Yes, he'd, he'd built some large food vans and trailers for commercial use, you know, um, but this was the first food truck he built, and then he built this one for us, we called the blue truck, and then we built the second one, which was a red one, and uh, our, our uh, kids were running that, and, uh, but uh, you know, they went on to do other things, so we passed that off, we sold that truck. We've just got one now on the streets, and, uh, and we cater on the streets a few nights a week. So we do a lot of corporate stuff, as, as well as private weddings and parties, so... Um, no, we, you know, people see us all over the place. Yeah. So, um, how long had you been an executive chef? I've been a chef for about 40 years. It's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> long time to work in the kitchen. <laughs> so, were you thinking about retirement or just a complete change? Uh, no, I was working for the Port of Brisbane for, yeah. for 10 years as an executive chef. And then, the because it was a government-owned corporation, we had five restaurants and... Uh, you know, outlets under the Port of Brisbane catering banner. Um, the uh, state government decided in their wisdom to sell the port, so the new owners decided they didn't want to have catering. So we're all given out handshake and said, you know, see you later on your way. So, and that's where I decided that, uh, you know, I want to do something different because when you're a chef, you know, you just can't sit still for five minutes. Yeah. You've got to keep going and doing things, otherwise I'll drive my wife absolutely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Does your wife um, work with you? Well, with when we first truck? started, Christine you know, was instrumental in you know putting all the social media together oh, and okay. helping, and she worked on the truck for about three and a half years, and then um, she said, no, it's not for me, uh, so she's gone off to do something totally different, oh. and um, I work this with you know, a couple of our kids and you know uh, other staff as well, you know, when we need it, so um, oh, yeah, no, she was a great asset to the business when we first started, and she still does behind the scene things now, you know, she looks after the website and, and um, you know, other, other issues as yeah. well that we have. Oh, that's awesome. When you were looking at the truck originally, were you was it size you were looking for it was that the main factor in choosing this vehicle i wanted something that had a bit of length in it um and that it was a you know you didn't have to tow a trailer mm -hmm. you could this i can take this van virtually anywhere and squeeze it into a gap or you know in under a building or you know into someone's back garden i don't have to back a trailer in there um and it's a, it's just a one stop 
unit. Yes. You know, everything's on board. There's, we've got power, we've got water, we've got gas, we've got cauldrons, we've got everything on this truck that we need. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, so I only need one vehicle to, to move this mobile kitchen around. Yeah. So, which makes it very, very handy. And, um, you know, it's a lot easier to manage as well. Yeah. yeah so, you know, I've, I think this, the, the, I've got a Ford Transit long wheelbase truck. We've built everything into it. So all in the middle of the chassis, underneath the floor that you're standing on, are our water tanks. They're all stainless steel. There's a 100-litre freshwater tank and a 110 Leader, you know, sewage tank, all the wastewater goes in there. Yeah. So that's all pumped in the side every day, and then we, we drop it down to, uh, into the, um, the grease trap uh, of the night time when we get home. Um, but you know, it's, it's all here. Yeah. It's, it's all here. I'd love to go into the specifics of um, the van, maybe towards um, the end of the interview. Yeah, that's um, Yeah, so that'd be really great because our listeners are really interested, um, even though they're have their tiny homes it's still very interesting to find out how you're using your power and your water mm. and recycling and everything like that um so had you ever operated the business from bricks and mortar except for the port of brisbane um no, I was, I, i've had. owned restaurants in the past oh, okay. yeah so i've uh, I trained as a chef in London at the Cordon Bleu Corporate School and then I came back to Australia and worked at the Baguette restaurant and then I opened my own business at Clayfield which is called Harold's Purvey as a fine food which was a, one of the first delis in Brisbane and then um, I ventured out and I owned a restaurant at uh, Spring Hill called Harold's Posh Cafe and then you know a catering business running in conjunction with that as well and I opened and owned Harry's Diner at Newmarket Road at um, as well so you know a few of these iconic restaurants and eateries around Brisbane you know uh, have sort of I've had a hand in sort of bringing forward and you know making popular in, in Brisbane and um, maybe make uh, you know, quite a few tummies nice and full and happy yeah. so, <laughs> along the way. Well Harry's Diner is the, particularly for car buffs is yeah. huge isn't well, it? I've just noticed that it's just been sold and it's going to be um, I think it's going to be a, 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 a ribs or a, a ribs American, and rum, um, sort of thing. No, I'm not quite sure. Oh, like, don't, okay. don't quote me on that. I no. did see something that's been sold recently, oh. but that, that was around for a long time. Harry's yeah, yeah, very iconic. In the yeah. I love my vintage cars, although I have a modern vintage, <laughs> <laughs> a modern classic there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love all the vintage cars, and that's a a big gathering spot for. Yeah. Brisbane people, yeah. Thinking, um, if we maybe thought about those businesses that you had to this one, what are the sort of advantages and disadvantages that you're seeing between the two? Like, if you if you had your um, greatest wish granted, would are you enjoying this sort of operating system more than a restaurant or cafe? Style, yeah, I think they've all they've got their own particular way about them. I really enjoy what I'm doing at the moment, you know, running this food truck because it gives me the opportunity to take it to different places. We go to um, Annerley, Graceful, uh, Wynnum, Stafford, you know, we uh, all over the place to do a nightly service around Brisbane, but also we uh, have got the opportunity to take this truck to someone's wedding whether it be in the Lockyer Valley or at Noosa or down at Byron Bay or, you know, it, it, 
we, we can take it anywhere. We've done some fabulous weddings in so many beautiful places. So, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. One day I'll, uh, the bell will ding and I'll go, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> not for a while, though? Uh, not for a while. No. no. Not for a few more years. Do you think your kids would um, keep it going for you? No. Yeah. I don't. No, well, they've all got their own careers. Oh. You know, they've all got their own careers. Yeah. So, um, you know, they work part time. Um, you know, for a bit of extra pocket money, but uh, <laughs> still. Have you found yourself a mentor for food trucks that are popping up in Brisbane now? Like, do they look to you for the gold standard of how to do it? Uh, well, I, I do run a little consultancy business for food trucks, for new food trucks, uh, but I also run um, Downey Park Food Trucks, which are food truck activations or food truck picnics, we call them, around Brisbane, um, whether they are at the New Farm Park or the Botanical Gardens or the next one we're doing, we're going to the Poolvale Folk Festival. So I organise all the food trucks to come to those oh, things and, and invite food trucks along and get a good balance of different types of food and different food trucks. Invite those that are new on the scene to come along and get, you know, wet their feet in the business and uh, give them a start. Because, the, you know, there's a lot of events in Brisbane and uh, some of the some of the newer ones find it difficult to get into some events, but uh, yeah, so I have a platform there with our food trucks, uh, food truck activation that you know we can help them, you know, come to some of our events. Oh, that's great. So um, I, uh, the gentleman that was just here a moment ago, he's um, he uh, is in the uh, Bayside Brass, and we have an event down there at uh, Manly twice a year and uh, Lockie organises the cars to come along you know oh, yeah. I organise the food truck and the brass bands play in the park and it's all a lovely com you know, community event oh great so it's all working together yeah and uh, we also work in conjunction with the Brisbane City Council uh, with uh, Brisbane Metropolitan Bands as well with Helen Johns so you know it, it all works so well you know and, uh, yeah. food trucks music on a Sunday afternoon and uh, you know for something that some cars and things like that for people to see. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. And it's so, um, like you say, in um, your write-ups on your website and Facebook and your little videos, it's five-star food and it's quality food. It's not like sort of, um, you know, really greasy, heavy, unhealthy mm. food. It's like five-star. Yeah. Well, well, our bowels are, um, they're steamed. Mm. So they're not fried or, you know, uh, toasted uh, bread, uh, steamed buns, and uh, the, the meats that we put in there, classic meats, so our pork, our chicken and our wagyu beef, mm -hmm. are all sous vide, which means it's been slow cooked in a water circulator, so it, it helps to preserve the food and decontaminate anything that might be in it as well, so it's a really popular way of you're cooking really soft, tender food. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I spend a lot of time in putting different specials on every night in this truck, yeah, we have a you know, two or three different specials every night. So, you know, it brings people back all the time. They want something different, you know. Yeah. And I've got hundreds of these specials that we do and, you know, they uh, we post them up on our Instagram or Facebook every day and show people, they go, oh, wow, that looks good, and they'll bubble on and have something different. I think I saw that um, you call your followers or your little fans bun stars. Yeah, bun stars, yeah, we call them bun stars, yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, and we've got a bun star loyalty card, you know, that's a stamp with a little heart on it. You know. oh. <laughs> I think that's, um, 
it, I think the appeal of tiny homes it can sort of translate into tiny businesses that it's it really is you. It's your personality, everything you want in this micro form, which kind of um, accentuates it in a way. When I interviewed Peter from Black Rabbit Espresso, he was saying how it's like the, his own little community of clients and then they become mm. friends and it true, becomes so a true. micro community. Mm. And I think that's something that with larger businesses, they they wouldn't feel that closeness mm. as these businesses would, which again, like with tiny homes, everyone loves them because there's a community and yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you know, as you as you can see in here, it's uh, only a very small space. It's only two meters wide, and it's about uh, five meters long inside this kitchen. Once we open up the side, you know, we're exposed to the to the world, you know, <laughs> warts and all. <laughs> So this place has got to be kept, you know, in spotless condition all the time. You don't want to look through here and see grease dripping down the walls or, you know, it's dirty or filthy. You've got to see something that's nice and tidy and neat because, you know, kitchens are, are like that. But this, this this truck, as I said, you know, it's just a bit over eight years old. And I think it's doing pretty well to yeah. date, uh, you know, and because we had a guy who, the guy who built it, Rodney Bird, really put a lot of effort into putting the best quality stainless steel in here, the best quality everything so it, it will last mm. it'll last the journey um, and uh, you know it's uh, it, it is it is hard work you know running a little business like this and keeping it looking like this but you know uh, to re reap the rewards of your hard work you've got to put it in yes. you've got to really you know put the effort in to make it look good you know there's no point in no, no. Oh, no, and it's, yeah, it, it looks new. You wouldn't think it was eight years old by any means. Tomorrow is the big clean day. We've got to clean the roof and do all sorts of things to it oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, so we do have a, a scrubbing day where we, you know, because it does collect, you know, grease coming up through, because we do have a, a grill that, you know, the, it goes up through the, the, the filters and onto the roof and, you know, road dirt and that. Oh. But you know we do clean it and clean it and clean it like our hoods we we do those every day they go into a special you know warm water bath that's you know biodegradable and non-toxic and cleans all dissolves the grease and all our stainless steel equipment goes in there as well so it's always nicely polished it's not black and burnt and looking pretty crappy so yeah no it looks but, so with um if we spoke about recycling and um uh, biodegradable products and things like that. Uh, do you have a strong focus on? Yeah, we're totally green. Yep. Totally green. Um, so all our, our containers are made from sugarcane. Our cutlery is uh, is timber. Our straws are paper. Our bags are made from uh, paper bags to take away paper bags. The sad part about it is when you buy these biodegradable um, units, they come in a plastic bag. Oh yes. They come in a plastic bag. Mm. I like, you know, just to keep the dust out of them because we buy cartons and, you know, take away containers. But they will come in a plastic bag sleeve, which is 
bigger. So we're not totally green. We're you know we're ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we recycle everything. We've got recycle bins. We recycle all our paper through Vizzy down there. And over here we put all our bottles in there because they go to my grandson who collects 10 cents on them and oh, we're saving up for a computer. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah, I actually so, um, went, one of my other co-hosts, Patty, she took me to my first um, recycling plant where you go up and you put all your recyclables yeah. in and then they've got this um, screen there that you can yes, yeah. get your money or get your receipt. This is fantastic. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. So, yeah. It's great for the kids because you mm. know, they can just take the bags down there and put them in the bin and, do yeah. and get the money put into their account. So That's, a, and really, it was very clean, very easy. Mm. And then if you didn't have um, a purpose for putting it in, you could donate to different charities. That's so right, you can. Yeah, yeah, so I thought, that's just fantastic. Mm. Yeah. So I had imagined um, it was like going to the tip. I was like, hmm. No, no, it's, like, it's all high tech now. <laughs> it is super high tech now. So Patty gave me a big education on that. It was fantastic. So what do you love most about the truck? Uh, yeah, I think the freedom of moving it around. Um, you know, as I said to you before, that you know we take it to some fabulous spots. You know, and we've done some beautiful, beautiful weddings, and you turn up there, and we park in the middle of a field, and. You open up the side and there's this magic marquee, you know, and people having fun and, you know, the bride and groom getting married beside a lake and and it's it's all there, you know. You know, you, you can't do it with a pop-up tent. No. You know, there's so much stuff you've got to take. You know, we we just load things into here because it, the way it's designed, you wouldn't have four or five people working in this truck and, you know, not bump into each other or kill each other, you know, it's, it's designed so that it's got maximum amount of working space in the minimum amount of area that we have, um, and we've got sort of benches that we can put up here that, you know, are portable, we can slide them underneath, and yeah, no, it's like this bench will come out and pop down the side, that just sits on there, you know, a non-slip mat, and yeah. Oh, okay, so that's for the customers? Yeah, that, that just side. goes on the outside of the truck. And when we open up the side, it just slips into this oh, yes, into some yes. little holes on the side, and there's a little working bench down there. If we're doing a large wedding and we need more bench space that runs from here, we can, we can hook it straight out to the side there, so that takes this bench from being, you know, say two foot to four foot wide. You know, oh, so it's more to put more food on and. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you do the weddings, do you um, stick to your normal menu, or do you? Oh, no, we we tailor make a menu to suit oh. the bride and the, the groom, um, and we do all sorts of things like you know savouries and platters of savouries and things like that, and as well as our buns for main main course. People want to experience the food truck experience. They want to come up and get a bun. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know then, then they have their buns, and we do desserts as well. We do all sorts of different crazy desserts. You know, you know chocolate brownies to, you know, eat mess or to a sago pudding or all different sorts of things, you know, and uh, so we offer all that. Is, uh, is that a bit of fun for you to create the menu? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah it really is. It's good. Yeah. yeah. But we try to keep it fairly simple because, you know, when, when you're doing a, a wedding in a remote area, um, people are starving by four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> they eat your leg off as soon as you fall up, you know. So we've got to have 
food that you know they can get into and you know it's nice and hearty and you know and uh, and easy to eat easy, as well. Yeah. yeah. So, but we can do it all out of here. You know, we've got steam ovens here and here. We can steam dumplings and all sorts of things, and we can grill on there. And we can. We don't have a deep fryer, so we don't do chips or anything like that. Uh, we've got a char grill that we can do specialised stuff. So we, we've gone away from deep fried food, mm -hmm. and we're only doing our grilled and sous vide type foods um, for our customers, you know. So maybe one day we might uh, put in a, um, a deep fryer. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but, but, you know. Something so, to think about. Something to think about. Yeah. yeah. So bows are, are always popular. Um, you know, we're heading off to the Tenerife Festival in a couple of weeks' time. Um, you know, that's always been very busy for us. You know, we do a few events during the year. Large events like that, you know, and you know, we probably do you know, 1500 serves or something there for the day, you know, from 12 o'clock or 9 o'clock. Yeah, so you know, we, we move a bit of volume through this truck, um, you know, when we do those things, but uh, we do particularly like to do the specialized events, you know, and uh, doing something with somebody that you know, at the truck pull up at their home, and you know, away we go. Well, we did it. What did we do last week? We did the mini event and we did yeah. uh, we catered for a party on Saturday night at a private home, a beautiful private home. And then on Sunday we're underneath the Story Bridge doing the, the uh, 104 event for yes. Eva Air. So, you know, those sort of things um, are always there, we do them. We don't advertise all our catering jobs on our Facebook and Instagram because a lot of them like to be private. Hmm. So we, we pop up those ones that are quite happy they get there. Picking whacked on Instagram. Yeah, you know, so. well, it would be fantastic because it, it wouldn't be like them having the catering coming in because they'd have everything to clean up afterwards. It's like that's true. You're you're there and then whoop, you go. We drive in and drive <laughs> out. <laughs> All we need to do is find a flat spot to park, or reasonably flat, because we are steam ovens because they're water, they're, they're gravity fed water based ovens that so drips onto a little. A hot plate and it steams to steam our buns. We need to have that flat. If it's on an angle, it drips out the front or it drips out the back, ah. and it's a bit of a nightmare. But once we're flat, we're we're sweet, and uh, we just come in. And the only thing we leave would maybe a little water spot on their driveway from a bit of condensation coming from the cauldron, yeah. or maybe an overflow from the hot water system. But that's it. That's it. We take all the waste away with us, and um, that's it. That's we don't even brilliant. know we're there. Because we've got a big generator in the side of the truck uh, that slides in and out, um, and that's a big Honda uh, 7 kVA. You know, it's a massive, big, um, a big um, Jenny that runs this whole truck. Uh, we've gone for a bit of overkill with that because when we do large events, we might have two more steam ovens in here. If we're doing an event for say 600 people, we'll need to have two more steam ovens running as well. So mm -hmm. a larger generator will run more steam ovens because the hot plates always take more power. Okay. Um, so, um, and we might have a, you know, a few other little bits and pieces in going as well. Yeah. So we, uh, we move equipment in and out of the truck as we need it. So where would you put those extra steam ovens when you need them? Uh, we will have them over here. Over there, okay. Over there. Yep. And uh, so we will run a, a waterproof lead across to there um, and uh, plug it in. And it'll run off one of these points here because the steam ovens are they're only a 10 amp 
So we've got four of them running off a of, of, of Jimmy there, there. So they'll all run through a power box inside. It's just like a, a household power box, like a breaker box, you know. So they've got your lights on here. Oh, yep. Then you've got your hood for the uh, exhaust hood, uh, power points, cold room, hot water system. You know, if you overload it, they'll trip. That's you know, right, and then yeah. everything else has got its own system as well. We've got G40 volts that runs the whole truck, even when the uh, when the Jenny's going. Mm -hmm. And then should we ever have a breakdown, which we've had one, oh. we blew our generator up one night, we can still trade for a while because inside, uh, when we turn these off, then we've got, um, oh, where is it, um, 12 volt power. Oh. In the, in the truck, so you know, it, it's still um, oh, brilliant! It's still got a bit of light, but it doesn't uh, power up the steam ovens, unfortunately. But everything, all the cooking equipment runs on gas, and the gas bottles are inside a sealed unit in the truck that carry two nine kilo gas bottles. Two nine kilo. Yeah. Yep. So if one empties, we've got a spare. And Swap and Go have been kind enough to give me one of their Swap and Go cages just outside my warehouse, oh. and they'll come and fill that up with 10 gas bottles every couple of weeks, and I just Swap and Go myself. Oh, how good's that? That's pretty good. Yeah, oh, brilliant. <laughs>